Greetings, dear friends. We're happy to welcome you right now in the live broadcast on Alatra TV. In today's program, we are going to talk about science and education in creative society. And our special guest today is Professor Dr. Rajiv Kumar Upadhyaya, an academic with vast experience and demonstrated history of working actively in the area of additive manufacturing, industry 4.0, and 3D printing. Presently, he is the director of Hindustan College of Science and Technology from Mathura, Uttar Pradesh, India. And previously, he served as professor in Mechanical Engineering Department at Anand Engineering College from Agra and as faculty in Department of Mechanical Engineering at Dayalba Educational Institute. So he has been also concurred with awards such as Certificate of Merit by Quality Council of India, Rajiv Gandhi Excellent Award, and Vidya Ratan Gold Medal Award. Namaskar, Dr. Rajiv. Welcome to yes. our broadcast. Namaskar. And also, I would like to introduce our co-host today. So we are very glad to have with us Dr. Arun Sikarwar, who was our guest on the topic of microbiology, molecular, and cellular biology in the project Science and Creative Society. Greetings, Dr. Arun. Yes, thank you. And also today we have Vladimir from Kyiv, Ukraine. Hello, everyone. So I just would like to ask the first question. Uh, Dr. Rajiv, could you please say you are a scientist and also director of the college. Could you please share what inspires you to pursue science and why did you choose the field of science and education? Thank you uh, very much. And uh, I would like to uh, basically uh, the answer your question in this way. I am in a, presently I am heading an engineering institution. So I know that education in general and engineering education in particular can change the face of any nation. I know this fact that if you want to learn anything as a human being, there are the three modes of learning. First learning is human to human learning. Second, human to machine. And third one is human to environment. I know this, the teaching is a profession by which you can impart the knowledge to your students. So that's why I have chosen this profession, education in general, and engineering education in particular. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you. so much for answer. Thank you very much, Dr. Rajiv. And I would like to ask you, uh, what fields of activities are you currently involved in? And what is your primary focus nowadays? Uh, basically, at present, as you know that we all are passing through a tough time of COVID-19. So now the chalk and talk teaching is not available, is not uh, at this moment of time. So we are using the online teaching in our campus. So during this past eight months, I have evolved some methodology that can be a useful methodology for our student also. 
basically i have evolved a seven dimensional model for our student during this covid uh, 19 period i have evolved a seven dimensions these are the organizational and physical aspect foundation courses spiritual ethical and moral values and uh, personality traits and attributes professional and academic skill and last one is employment potential although at this moment of time it is not possible due to the covid 19 a physical and chalk and talk approach is not possible but in online mode in a google through uh, zoom software so there are so many online platform are available and we have conducted so many classes for our student in order to make them industry ready and and they can work on the base of this seven dimensions and i feel that the covid 19 time last eight month we have learned a lot we can communicate with society through online that can be a one new invention where as you know that the invention is the only thing by which a one can learn in the at the time of need so during last eight month there are lot of innovations are there as you as i explained you i am heading a engineering institution so there are so lot of creativity innovativeness in our students and we have created a device for covid 19 at our college and we have installed that device in our college and our city of stars also okay uh, okay dr rajiv uh, you have been a faculty member and now also heading an engineering college in several years so my question is that which engineering branch do you feel is very closer to fulfill the dreams of creativity peace and prosperity in the human society uh thank you uh, dr arun uh, i feel that the creativity comes through the latent energy it's a not a question of any particular branch i feel that each and every branch of engineering basically in totality uh, engineering is an an ample opportunity of creativity what is the requirement for a creativity by the engineering student in my opinion the requirement is the student must have the latent energy themselves and student must have their thought process and mindset how they can think differently as far as the engineering branches are concerned in my opinion for example a biotechnology branch is concerned lot of work is going on on the organic farming as you know that we are in a era in which the organic farming can give a solution to our society in mechanical engineering is concerned we are more focus on the 3d printing as we know that the after a 10 year or 5 year the time will come 
and you will find a 3d printer a pre printer at every house of the world and you can get the products uh, everywhere just like a pc or photocopy machine in the present era so after the 3d printer the time will change the whole market will change the original manufacturer they will be their role will be of very limited or almost they will be out from the market because if you want to get any product from the market 3d printing will be uh, printer will be there you can go there you can uh, you can share your design and a very limited time you will get the product in your hand the second change that will occur in mechanical engineering the inventory carrying cost will be zero if the 3d printing will be at, at its place the inventory carrying cost that will be zero the computer science branch is concerned uh, that is the creativity in computer science we are in a era of information technology and uh, virtual reality augmented reality cryptocurrency blockchains these are all the technology of future and with the help of this technology one can enhance the creativity and one can evolve the innovative idea as far as the electronics and communication branch is concerned you know that we are very familiar about the machine learning because the machine to machine learning this is the area in which the lot of creativity you will find after some time so in totality in each and every branch maybe chemical engineering information technology there is a ample opportunity for the creativity and if the students of these branch if they will keep their eyes and ear open and they will adapt the cutting edge technology in their particular branch i think they can go ahead on the path of creativity and innovative ideas okay uh, well it's it's a good answer and very good explanation sir uh in last few years we have seen that indian space research organization isro of india has reached very close by to the moon and uh, in near future uh, isro and even nasa and other you know there's a there's a race for space exploration by space agencies just like for isro it's chandrayaan 3 now on and will similarly sukhrain for venus and aditya telvan towards the sun so in your opinion being a head of an engineering college what do you feel about the perspectives of space science for the students in india and also in abroad so like like what are the future perspectives in the space science dr razi okay thank you very much uh, uh, as far as the space uh, science is concerned in india there are many organizations those who are working continuously in the area of space science the engineering student are concerned so i think they have their inherent quality of the two accept the challenges because as you know the space science and the space uh, this whole environment so in engineering colleges if we will give them a sort of mentorship or guidance to our student from the second year onwards and we can explain them that if you can 
choose this uh, particular domain for your career, then you will find a challenging environment. As you know that for the excellence, excellence, if you always live in a challenging environment, then you can travel on the path of excellence. So I feel that in India, particularly, our students, they have the creative ideas in their mind. They have the capability to accept the challenges in the particular uh, space science and other field also. But still, there is a need of mentorship and proper guidance. If some motivation, motivation we can give to our student, I think they will more uh, this uh, towards the uh, space science, and we can motivate them in the path of uh, the space science, and in order to contribute to our nation also. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Rajiv, for such answer. It's really like every student has a great potential just to create conditions for development of those. And also, you mentioned already that to bring creativity and everything the best, branches of all the spheres in science should be united. I also would like to ask you such a question. How do you think important is unity and open collaboration of specialists in science from all over the world? how it will influence the development of our civilization and will help, will help tackling the possible dangers of humanity. Yes, thank you very much. Our philosophy is Basudev Kutumbukam, means all human beings are our family members. We believe in coexistence. Therefore, we inherent quality to work in collaboration and team. And we strongly believe that the teamwork is the only way to reduce the danger. And the world is a small town, a small family for us. And in our Indian uh, context, uh, our philosophy is Basudev Kutumbakam, and all human beings are our family members. Thank you. Thank you very much, Dr. Rajiv. And yeah. uh, after such interesting answer about uh, creativity in, in, in the science, I would like to ask you, how do you envision a society where you, your family, friends, and uh, every person in the world can feel comfortable, live a secure and a prosperous life? Uh, this is uh, in view of uh, the, your question, I have a firm opinion. In a society, for a prosperous and healthy society, there are some few dimensions. And th these uh, dimensions are education, health, production, justice, and exchange. Basically, these are the five golden things. The education part is a concern that is uh, based on our uh, this tradition. And the health is a self-regulation. Production is the work. Justice is the common to all. And exchange is the stories. So I feel that if we will inculcate these five things in the all human being, in general and society in particular, I think we can evolve a society in which we can live happily, we can live a prosperous life, 
and we can take care to each other and i would like to throw some light on this point there are the two different parameter first parameter is a excellence and second parameter is a competition if we want to evolve a society in which we can work collectively then we have to see only the excellence if i have achieved the excellence then i can think about others and i will try to help them if i am in a competition i will never give my opinion i will never help them because i know that the competition is there so we have to think about the two dimension uh, excellence and competition i think if we will work for excellence we will go ahead and we can help to each other in society basically the society is an agglomeration of human beings suppose first i as a individual human being after that my family after that my street after that my town after that my capital after that my country and this all is the agglomeration of a society so if first i will improve myself then i can contribute something to the society without the implementation of the things on a, on an individual even i can't think anything about the society so my firm opinion is that if i want to contribute something to the society so first of all i should present myself as a role model and i can i can explain i can share with the society members look here i have already implemented this thing on myself that's why if you will go ahead then you will be on the path of excellence in this way i think we can think or even we can evolve a society in which all human being can live happily in coexistence thank you sir thank you for such a deep answer and also it's very interesting that you have mentioned dimensions on which should be built such a society as education equality between people and i would like to say that participants of alatra movement have been conducting social researches with people from all over the world and as the result of this uh, social research we have formed eight foundations of creative society and some of them sounds little a little similar to what you already mentions and we know that you have read the article about foundations and stages for building the creative society our viewers can find this article full version on our website alatraunites.com so sir could you please share your view after reading this article and your opinion for these foundations and stages of creative society yeah so uh, regarding this i would like to congratulate to those who all, who all are involved in this uh, initiative i feel that this is a this is a initiative which is a an need of our basically a uh, creativity in the society and i would like to congratulate to you and all officials and all your participant stakeholders those who are directly or indirectly related with this initiative those who have taken this initiative i would like to throw some light on that 
in society basically it's a one sort of uh, the the mechanism why which there should be a balance because as a human being initially we received lot of thing from the society because without the society no one can learn anything after the receiving the things from the society after your learning part from the society this is your responsibility how can you give the return something to the society so that's why i think that all of you those who are directly or indirectly related with this uh, movement in this initiative so you are performing your duty well and i hope that with all human being will perform such type of duties and such initiatives so i think one can think about or one can evolve our society in which we are planning basically this task is not a easy task it will take time because the human being is, is a, you must include the more more number more number and more number and we will spread this thought among the all uh, stakeholders among the all society members then one can notice a significant change so i would like to congratulate to you and all your members so you you have taken this initiative and i praise your effort and i hope that or even i strongly believe that this your initiatives and your effort will convert in the form of result soon thank you sir thank you sir so much for your answer i just would like to add on the that these foundations and this research is there we are conducting simply by people for people and that's why it's very important that this is for whole humanity and for every person thank you so much for pointing out yes yes thank you very much dr rajiv and uh, as we know in a creative society uh, there will be no wars and all the resources money and human resources which are involved now in the military sphere will be redirected to different and other spheres and uh, what spheres do you think first of all should be developed in the creative society uh, yes uh, please yes yes I can I, I can repeat my question. So yes, uh, yes, yes. yes we're discussing about a creative society and we know that in such model of society where will be no worse and all resources, uh, human money and technical resources uh, can be redirected to uh, different spheres. And on your opinion, what spheres uh, do you think first of all uh, should be developed in the creative society? maybe uh, nanotechnologies, maybe space technologies, maybe um, computer technologies, maybe yeah, medical so technologies. Now, mm -hmm. uh, basically, as the, there is a global uh, backup uh, call surrounding. There are a few challenges. And uh, I uh, believe that uh, we are entering in a strange world in which the rapid change will only be the stable characteristics. As far as the second part is concerned, we know that the world population is expected to increase significantly 
up to 9.1 billion by 2015 as now we have 7.3 billion so for that we have to think in such a way that in 2015 if world population will be around 9.5 9.1 billion for that in that environment how can we evolve a society in which we are able to provide the food the safety security and the good environment to our all stakeholders the second point is this that due to the enhancement in the population the pressure on natural resources increasing day by day how can we reduce that pressure because on the natural resources if the pressure will increase day by day then again we will be as a human being will be in trouble so i hope that at this moment of time we have to think ever on the environmental issue how can we reduce the pressure on our natural resource and how can we plan in such a way that we are able to give the food safety security good environment good education to our all member of society in this for this we have to create and we have to evolve some model by which we can go ahead we can conduct the brainstorming session we can conduct the seminars and the other interactive session by which we can uh, we can uh, this evolve some new methodology and that methodology we can uh, discuss with the field of expert and uh, and we can go ahead in this way thank you sir thank you so much it's again uh, it's a wonderful that you're saying about whole society and looking immediately how to make redistribute these resources for every person thank you so much Uh, also it is scientifically calculated that uh, 4 hours a day and 4 days a week working schedule in all spheres is productive and will let people to have really good work life balance uh, accordingly to your experience what technologies could help to implement this in the industrial sphere yeah very good uh, thank you and uh, i feel that uh, for uh, this answer of this question dr arun is an expert of this but i will try to throw some light on that uh, basically uh, first uh, as a human being we must know that how our own mind works if we know the mechanism of our mind then it will be very easier to understand the mechanism of all type of machine uh, any type of machine so for that how our own mind works if we understand that mechanism so i think the four hours in a day and the four days in a week that again will be more than sufficient for us and one can make the 24 hours into 40 hours but for that you must understand the mechanism of your own mind so i have a basic understanding of about this question is that there are the three uh, uh, three domain of our mind the outermost 
layer of our mind that is around 10% of total and the intermediate layer of our mind is 50% and the remaining are the 40%. The surprising fact is that the outermost portion layer of our mind that is always give you a rosy picture. If you want to make anything asset for you, if you will keep the idea only in this 10% uh, part of your mind, you never convert your idea into reality. Because you can keep any idea, good or bad, maximum up to 21 days in, the, in that portion of your mind. If you want to convert that idea into reality, if you want to convert that idea in the form of asset for you, you must transfer that idea into your subconscious mind. And if you will transfer that idea into your subconscious mind, then the particular idea will be an asset for you throughout your life. In, in short, I can say that and I can I believe that your subconscious mind has a fertile land. And if I have a seed in my hand, and if I put the seed on this my hand, can I grow a tree? My answer is no. For us, if I have a seed and I want to grow a tree, so first I have to put that seed into fertile land. So if I will send the ideas in my subconscious mind, then I can make my 24 hours time into 40 hours and I can change my mindset. I can change my thought process or even I can enhance my productivity. So as you said that the four hours in a day and four days in a week, I think if you will practice that exercise, you know the mechanism of your own mind so I think that the four days in a week and the four hours in a day, that will also be very sufficient for your productivity. And the human productivity can only be enhanced only by if one know the mechanism of his or her own mind. Okay. Okay, uh, Dr. Rajiv, uh, unfortunately, since a uh, few months, uh, uh, the whole world is suffering with the COVID-19 pandemic and it gives you know urgent need in the improvement in the medical science especially in the vaccine research and therapeutic so in your opinion being a, you know a faculty of engineering like how the use of robotics and uh, uh, you know virtual reality or augmented reality or cloud or internet these all technology will improve the outcome of medical sciences in near future because to save the humanity, there's urgent need and uh, to improve the medical sciences now after this COVID-19 pandemic in the world. So, so, so your opinion, sir? Yeah. Uh, in the this uh, medical science, uh, the biotechnology and robotics that will play a significant role. As you as we are familiar uh, about the nanomotors. So the function of nanomotor, basically in a nanoparticle or nanosciences, the biggest challenge, they the all are 
facing is that how one can view that size and how the nano motor can work in our body in our human body so basically i think a hybrid model of 3d printer and nano science will give a significant change in a medical sciences after some time maybe four year or five year you will find a significant change in terms of our medical science because with the help of the nano materials or with the help of the 3d printer even you can design the customized human part basically at this moment of time now we are all facing a problem in the customized human part but after the 3d printing or the additive manufacturing this work will be more easier and the customized uh, the human part may also be uh, manufactured artificial part and second one is the robotics part is concerned there are so many uh, so many problems for an example in covid suppose a patient is a covid covid positive patient okay and the doctors and the medical staff they have the very uh, this critical time how they can go there how they can uh, interact with the covid uh, this positive patient but the with the help of the this robotics 3d printing additive manufacturing and the biotechnology uh, techniques a model a hybrid model that will work in a medical science and that will be the uh, change or eye opener for the medical science in time to come thank you very much dr rajiv and uh, i would like to ask you about the three printing technologies in general Uh, so uh, already today we know that uh, 3d printing technologies allow us to create all kinds of designs including for example houses and science, scientists uh, say that 3d printing technology in the nearest future will print new materials from atoms when we will be able to manipulate by even atoms and uh, figuratively speaking uh, when we fill in the cartridge uh, of the printer with separate atoms in your opinion what are the prospects for the development of 3d printing in the nearest future in the creative society to what extent will uh, they simplify our life yes uh, so very nice and uh, 3d uh, printing is inspired by nature basically the conventional process which we are using even today that all process are known as subtractive process means their basic principle is based on the concept from grosser to subtler and the additive manufacturing and 3d printing is inspired by nature and the basic concept of 3d printing or additive manufacturing is based on the principle from subtler to grosser in a simple way one can understand that the basic concept of 3d printing from seed to tree means from subtler to grosser it will reduce the complexity of the process 
basically it's a the raw material will be in a form of powdered form okay and powdered metallurgy is the prerequisite for 3d printing so i hope that if 3d printing after some time i told you earlier also you will find a 3d printer at every house of the world what will change after 3d printer if the 3d printer will be in every house of the world then what things will change the things will change in this uh, in in that way because the product design and the product complexity in the material handling cost inventory carrying cost these all cost will be eliminated or reduced up to a maximum extent and it will be a significant change so that's why industry 4.0 in 3d printing has its own uh, significance so i hope that the additive manufacturing and 3d printing will play a vital role in the field of medical science in the field of art in the field of automobile sector in the civil construction in each and every domain of our society the 3d printer will play a vital role a smart building construction and this electrical engineering technology in mechanical also in biotechnology in terms of the human uh, this uh, organ and each and everywhere you will find a 3d printer and this 3d printer will change and it will be a disruptive technology because it will change the human life after some time so that's why the 3d printing has the full potential to be a disruptive technology of future okay okay uh, dr rajib uh, and nowadays it is being found that uh, most of the engineering students you know they are more having a basket of you know theoretical knowledge and not the practical knowledge i mean they are having less uh, you know uh, appreciated amount of creativity innovation and you know and and their practical knowledge so in your opinion uh, how would you motivate uh, such students who are pursuing engineering to become more creative to you know practical knowledge or having some skillful and creative in the uh, you know in in technical world so that they can uh, at the par uh, compete with the other engineering students of uh, of, of developed countries dr razi yes thank you very much i uh, feel that uh, the for the practical knowledge because the theory and practical if the theory and practical if there should be a balance between these two so now one can go ahead on the path they can generate the employment potential suppose some student who is very good in academics but in the practical knowledge is not that up to mark so here i would like to throw some light this is the basic difference between a material product and and a educational institution product you you just see in a material product suppose the quality of a material product is not up to mark 
then you can discard that. You can put that material product into red bin. But in academic institution, if the quality of any student is not up to mark, we can't discard him or her. We can't discard him or her. So the, 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 the question is this, can the mentorship and the, suppose some students, they are not good in academics. We can mentor them and we can guide them and we can provide a special training, practical training, and they can find the ample opportunity in the, through the practical training for themselves. And in India, the central government of India has taken a very uh, nice initiative, very useful initiative for students. That initiative is a virtual lab initiative. In India, all uh, this uh, good institution, premier institution, they have developed the virtual labs and the students, those who are unable to perform the practical due to one reason or other, the virtual labs are available for them. The virtual lab is only a one, one click away from them. Virtual labs are the open to each, all society members, all students. So if you have interest, if you want to learn the things practically and you are unable to use the machine due to one reason or other, you can take the advantage and you can take the advantage of this facility and your physical presence is not needed. You can use the virtual lab as per your convenience at your home at 9.30, at any time. You can open that virtual lab in your laptop or your computer and you can learn about the experiment and this thing. And after that, a special feature is also there in virtual lab. Suppose a practical, uh, you perform a practical and you want to check your knowledge about that practical. So there are so many objective type questions are given. So a quiz is there. So you can check your knowledge by the objective questions and the quiz. And in, the, in this way, you can inculcate the project way of learning in your personality. Because if you are an engineering student, you are a technical student, and if you will not inculcate the project way of learning, I think you will be in trouble. So by this way or that, maybe with the virtual lab, maybe with the laboratory, you must inculcate a one dimension in your personality that is the project way of learning. If you will inculcate, then in industry or any organization where you will work as a professional, you will find a comfortable stay over there. Yes, sir. It's, it's very uh, wonderful you explained everything what is required to develop best skills for every student. And also today, as you mentioned about the famous quote, Vasudeva Kutumbaka, the whole world is one family. And we discussed so many wonderful opportunities which can be open for humanity with 3D printing and all the technologies. And really, we can create society where everything with all these technologies will be available for every person in the world. So I would like to ask you the question, what do you think, in your opinion, every person can start with today 
in order to make such a society of a new format our reality tomorrow. So as I, as I shared with you earlier also, uh, society is an agglomeration of uh, various groups of human beings. So in my opinion, I, you belong to any caste, any creed, any education system, any professional, anything. You must uh, decide your responsibility. And how can you impart your responsibility in order to make our society happy, our society prosperous? So if you, you offer your services to the society, then I think we can think about a happy society, a prosperous society, and we all are the human beings. The difference of the human being and the other is only and only is the mindset and thought process. As a human being, we can think the things differently and we should think the things differently also. In this way, if I will implement something on myself and you will implement something in yourself and then four people will implement, then 40 people will implement, then 4,000 people will implement, then this group, uh, this uh, size will grow day by day and it will spread in the society. And in this way, we can uh, implement the basic concept of the your concept of creative uh, creativity in society. So it's not an overnight work. It will take time, but definitely, I hope that the day will come, and in that day, we can say with a high head, okay, we have worked day and night. Now look here, we have created the creativity in the society. Thank you, thank you very much. And uh, we would like to thank everyone who took part uh, to, in today's broadcast on Alatra TV. And thank you, dear Dr. Rajiv, for sharing your ideas and point of view with our viewers about the creativity in science, about your envision of creative society. And uh, as a token of uh, our appreciation, uh, we would like to present you uh, a report called Primordial Alatra Physics. This report contains basic information about the elementary particles of physics of fundamental particles and regularities of their interactions. And this report is uh, free, freely available on, uh, to download on alatra.org website. And we will send you uh, gladly a PDF version of this uh, report. And uh, uh, we think that this report uh, inspired like us to, to create new ideas in science in society. And we hope that uh, you, will, uh, you too will find a lot of interesting information for yourself, for your pro professional area. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Yes. Thank you so much, Dr. Rajiv, for this wonderful conversation. And I also would like to say our viewers that if you want to know more about the Creative Society project and share your vision of the Creative Society, please visit our website, alatraunites.com, where you can find the Join Us button 
uh, fill in a short form and participants of the project will be happy to connect with everyone and every person can join this wonderful uh, research how we can build society which really humanity deserves. So thank you so much, Dr. Rajiv, for today's conversation. And also, as we are testing the theory of six handshakes, we would like to ask you whom you want to invite as the next guest for our conversation and to know his or her vision of creative society and opinion on that. Okay, thank you. Thank you very much. Thank, thank you so much. Okay, thank you. Thank, thank you so much. Thank you so much and hope to see you next time. Sure.